Hello everyone and welcome to Final Show. I'm John, the executive producer here, and I've just got a few pre-show notes for you. First of all, I want to let everybody know that our addresses have changed. Uh, our Twitch channel has changed from Sinstaku to twitch.tv slash finalshowfilms, and our YouTube channel has also changed to youtube.com slash finalshowfilms. Next, we want to thank our $20 tier supporters on Patreon, which is patreon.com slash films, by the way, if you want to go throw a couple bucks our way. That's going to be Cat Waterflame, Antitonic, Samantha Bates, and Maureen Monty. Thank you guys for that. Also, our website is in the process of getting updated. So go take a look at finalshowfilms.com. We've got Mara and Jeremy are working on updating all of our stuff there, making it look nice and like a modern website and frankly they know what they're doing far better than i or austin ever did so if you want to check out the things that are changing over there you go do that follow us on twitter at final show films for updates uh for all future things including things that are going on with our website and going on with the patreon page and things that are going on live as we stream them uh, as well as our podcasts and everything else so thank you very much for watching y'all have a good day Beep, I'm a sheep. Beep, 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 I'm a sheep. And I'm back. Beep, 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 we are, we are live. Beep, beep, I'm a sheep. Yeah, no, I know. <laughs> um, I just, that, I'm just, I just, I'm just illustrating how my polymorph spell works if I ever play a major Warcraft. Uh, I mean, I was, and then it becomes, and then it becomes a techno remix the second time yeah, you come back yeah. to it. <clears throat> I was because Tom Scott is hilarious. Me, off of two things I don't do, which is tweeting and apparently being a sheep. I, I can't. <laughs> I, my brain is letting me tweet. You make a pithy remark oh, and then you link to Twitch stream. I can't even type Storm Earth and Fire, apparently. Storm. Hello, everybody. Yes. Hello, everyone. Uh, Welcome we back. We would like to make an apology in advance. The sound in this episode may be Katerjankus. We have done what we can to resolve it. And, and if the sound explodes, yell at us. But by, there's nothing we can do about it. By Katerjankus, he means more than usual. Because. Last week, somebody left some of the mics on without turning them off. Oh, well. We didn't have either of you guys to remind us. I feel like turning the mics off isn't something we should have to remind you of. <laughs> I turn these Usually off. Rudy does it. Yeah. But I don't like Wayne because he's the genius. Anyway. What number is this? 13. Thank you. I'm just here. I accidentally grabbed mm -hmm. this. <laughs> Are you meditating with a normal? No. I just have a normal on my head. <coughs> Do you already have a hat separate? Well, now I feel like that. I'm not one to be out. It's okay, you are left out because I'm not blocking you. <laughs> That's not going to stay. My head is flat. It's not as flat as, it, as, as, as we think it is. You don't have that cult flat head. Oh, you're holding this, are you? <laughs> How long did it take me to realize that? I could get it. So, are we going to introduce ourselves? I was, no. I, was wait, I was waiting for the opportunity to actually do that, but you guys are apparently not going <laughs> to. We're not going to give it to you. You have to take it. You have to take it. So, hello. Welcome back <laughs> to the Warcraft anyway. RPG Storm, Earth, and Fire. I am William, and I am your storyteller dungeon master for this Warcraft RPG 5th edition campaign using the rules of my own creation. Joining me today, we have Stan. Yes, we do. I'm going to play uh, Josh the Goblin Tinker, who's a techno mage. Techno mystic. I don't know. I forgot. And Zachary. 
Hi, I'm Zach. I'm playing a Leaf Iron Mender, half orc, tinker, priest of the Holy Light. And Rudy. Yeah, I'm Rudy. I'm playing Brick Earth Whisperer, uh, Torin Rune, uh, Rune Master. And Austin, whose character's name is Jangatal. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> I'm playing a troll, uh, a troll hunter, and his snack friend. And Holly. And I am playing snake friend, apparently. <laughs> I, I am actually playing Shiana Flamecover. She's an orc. A sassy. Stab, stab, rogue. A sassy? A sassy. <laughs> she's a sassy assassin. A sassy stab, stab, stab rogue. Yes, she's a sassy assassin. And John. I'm John. I'm playing the tweet. Uh, I am playing Garrick. Uh, Garrick Cloudspeaker, whose last name I forget because I didn't come up with it. Um, uh, the orc uh, 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 spirit champion. Who has who is slowly accruing orcish accoutrement as he goes along, sort of like a giant katamari with giant things attached to it. Wait, I didn't realize katamari was an option. I want to play a katamari. <laughs> I mean, no, a katamari. A katamari is a ball that just accumulates trash and gets bigger as it goes and turns into a star. I'm aware of what a katamari is. I did not misspeak. No, no, I was, I was, I was, I was a katamari. katamari. The stance of katamari. I said katamari. So, when last we left off with this group of adventurers, what I do? The group had begun to make their way to accomplish a couple of tasks set to them by Vol'jin, the chieftain of the Dark Spear tribe of trolls. The first of which was to drop to travel down to Theramore, a task that Vol'jin could not accomplish himself or with any of his dark spears, because according to him, the eyes of the horde and especially the war chief rest often among the dark spear, and they would be watched if they made the attempt. So the Soaring Fang was recruited to deliver a message first to Jaina Proudmore of the city of Theramore, uh, and then to Rexar, the champion of the horde, who they discovered from conversation with Jaina Proudmore is currently in Ungoro Crater. The, uh, after receiving a, a teleportation from Jaina to Tanaris, the nearest safe location that she could send the group, uh, they arrived in Gadgetzan and decided to find a place to rest for the evening. Uh, they located the road, the, the road Warrior Inn in Gadgetzan. However. And begun to have drink and food when... Uh, the goblin noticed a forsaken who was taking a good runaway with uh, with a gambling table that he decided he wanted to try and interfere with, uh, while the while the one armed orc of the party, Shiana, uh, decided that she was going to get drunk for the first time in a very long time, uh, and after a certain amount of drinking, uh, first started singing, then started a bar fight, um, which the priest attempted to hold down and did for the most part, but not everyone was able to. Uh, fall under the sway of his calm emotion spell. So we rejoin right there as the group is in the the quiet calm before the storm as individuals are turning and taking in what has happened and just enough people are not currently under the effects of calm emotions that Unless something is done immediately, a bar brawl is inevitable. <laughs> what is it like? What's happening? So Shiana is currently okay, so on the on the bar throwing mugs. She started off breaking a chair on somebody, and then she yeah. she she jumped up on the bar. She's going to start throwing mugs. Am I in this place right now? Yes, you are here. So okay. you are present. I am going to 
try to stop this at some point. When I figure out that she's on the bar behind me, I am going to... No, I'm going to misty step behind the undead guy and thumb my nose at her, which for a goblin is really obscene. I see if she throws stuff at me and hits him. Do you take the bait? Is there a, I mean, is there does, a she know, does she know that that's really insulting? I mean, I mean is thumbing your nose is someone insulting me. to you? Glaring and it, you and know, it's the goblin. And you also, hate me anyway. Like really if you were growing on her, you were. <laughs> but I have right. a pencil. I have a pencil with an eraser. Um, uh, with an eraser? That's a tall order. I, well, I, got, I, got, two, of a I got two erasers there. <laughs> well, that's lucky you started eating them now. Oh, did it? Well, I found one on the floor last week. Sorry. <clears throat> anyway. As we go to Gravity Falls. Sorry. Um, in the midst of this chaos, <laughs> I just stand up and I'm going to activate my... Uh, I'm going to activate my harness mm-hmm. and just yell out... <laughs> To yeah. try to make everyone stop. This is, yeah, this is spike the mics. <laughs> this is this is not a large environment, so you will probably try to make an intimidation check <laughs> with the screen. Go ahead, make me an intimidation check. Do I have any of some advantage because of the volume of the scre- because of the screaming harness? Uh, yeah, <laughs> go ahead. Scare people. Oh yeah. yeah they're, 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 well, yeah, but they're all going to jump and, and start beating on each other. Well, no. If they, you got to stop if they, if, they, if they fall to the if they fall to the thing, they just run away. They don't start attacking. Well, they are frightened. No, they are frightened. Okay. Um. So that's going to be a twenty-three intimidation check. Cool. That's a will save, wisdom save. Uh, the it's a charisma save versus charisma, the, charisma save. the thing. But the intimidation is whatever you yeah. think an intimidation check. Yeah. Is um. Fine. Holly, make me a charisma saving throw. Okay. You're not, not super. Be Though being frightened makes it hard to resist the intimidation. Yes. Oh, that's the one. <clears throat> you are currently frightened of Garrick. So, uh, as as Garrick uh, stands in the center <laughs> of this room and fills his chest, and the the armor of that he wears begins to just faintly glow on the edges and the spikes and as his lungs fill and his jaw opens almost unnaturally wide and he bellows out this command it echoes loudly like to a distance of 300 feet the shout is audible um, but all, all all those within 30 feet are the ones who might be affected by it which also means I need you unless you're excluding him from the effect uh, only the people that are fighting Okay, because you, you, you choose who's, who is affected yeah. by it yeah um, so uh, those those who are in combat just suddenly freeze um, as the the large impressive orc bellows out his command. Uh, what does Shiana do? Uh, you said she's afraid. You're you're under the magically frightened afraid. condition. You're magically afraid. Also, I've an intimidation check with the enough check, but uh, that's okay. Thing. She um. Then she's gonna drop down behind the bar to her stomach. 
<laughs> stumble off the bar and <laughs> drop down behind it. Crash. Garrett <laughs> yells so loud somebody dies. <laughs> and then uh, a few a few moments later there is a there is a bustle on the outside of the tavern as a group of goblins begin to muscle their way into the tavern and start to look around. The 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 all of them wearing these sort of heavy harnesses of sort of half of half plate and with large with large vicious looking clubs on their shoulders. Some of them with guns um, as they as they they make their way into the tavern and sort of the the leader kind of all right all right <clears throat> sort of looks around at the group as the the environment is dying down. All right, looks like the bar fight died on its own. No more trouble. He looks around, sort of looks at the at the group. And walking over to the bar to retrieve our drunk, <laughs> he looks. He looks over at the at the tavern at the at the inn owner. Anything major? The 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 tavern owner kind of looks over. Eh, I lost a chair. I'll charge him for it. Um, and the the, the bruiser <laughs> sort of. All right, we like to keep gadgets in a safe place, so stay out of trouble. He says to the to the entire tavern, and then the bruisers sort of begin to leave. I'm keeping an eye on all of you. And he turns and walks out. I'm keeping an eye on all of you by walking away. <laughs> we'll reach over the bar to try to pick Shiana up. Uh, how long does it last? Uh, I mean, she it, broke line of sight. Is it so the I don't next know. round? Or? Um, it doesn't say. Oh, wait, no. 1d6 plus 3 rounds. Hang on. Uh, seven. seven rounds. So six seconds times seven. So just over half a minute. And it says that you have to voluntarily like get away from the cause of your. F- no, it says you can't. You cannot voluntarily move closer. Closer. Yeah, you can't get closer. <laughs> mm-hmm. And you have disadvantage as long as they're in line of sight on everything. <laughs> so for the next thirty-six seconds, so for the next half a minute. But yeah, so I'm just gonna <laughs> head over. Now that everybody just stop fighting. Is she still under the effect right now? So, for the for next, next like seconds. Th- 20 by seconds. By the time I get to you, probably. Yeah, I was going to yeah. say, it takes, yeah. Yeah, by the time I get to you, it'll be just about wearing off. Look down over the bar. Are you ready to go? You are terrifying. <clears throat> yes, I am. She's still drunk. <laughs> Reach down and try to pick Gianna up and basically over one shoulder. Please. This is where, you, this is where you're supposed to be staying for the night, so. You're really strong. <laughs> where, where are rooms? In the ro- the Road Warrior is one giant central room with just bunks on the sides. Okay. So, let's get you to bed. I'll carry over to wherever had been designated. And if nothing had been designated, I'm claiming some. Yeah. Even if that means throwing somebody out of one. Yeah, so, you, you find some empty, some empty hammocks, basically. <laughs> Put her in. As he's putting her in, Shiana's gonna lean in and try to kiss him. <laughs> Orcs. What's happening? Drunks. Garrett gets kissed. <laughs> You're very drunk. Very drunk. Very drunky. Passes us out, probably. <laughs> All the drunk. Many mm. much drunk. More drunk than you can shake a stick at. <laughs> do, you, do, do you take a cloth before you put her to bed? No. 
Even a drone corps, you don't take the weapon away. That, that, that's that's a stabbing. <laughs> if she tears the herrick up, whatever, it's fine. Like she too drunk to toss and turn her stupid moment. Just put her there. I'm just gonna like pull up a chair or something and sit down next to the hammock in case she does like fling herself out. Mm-hmm. And so at this at this at this moment the bar has quieted back down. What do you I've got you I don't think you can do ninety-four points of damage to me in one hit, because this isn't three point five. So not without a critical hit and a lot of sneak attack. Which <laughs> she's not getting right now. Yeah. <laughs> so it's fine. You stab me in your sleep, it's like Go back to sleep. <laughs> Heal. I have cure wounds. Actually, do I have? No, I don't. No, that would be a thing that would make sense to take. Blood prayer healing. Or, or uh, uh, no, um, um, less res- rest or restoration. Yeah, I don't have that. <laughs> also, did your husband pass out? He's doing something in the garage. <clears throat> Why did he go to the garage? <laughs> he's good. Of he's all places. He's, he's, he's got getting, something made of paper? He's, he's getting paper. Oh. Out of the car, probably. Anyway. Okay. <laughs> and so, so, okay, so, I guess we should go to bed for the night. And, so, uh, just, and, does, does, do the rest of the rowdy patrons seem to have chilled the fuck yeah, out? Yeah, for the most part. Okay. Once the instigator of the bar fight is down, the rest of the fight just kind of dies out. Okay. I'm just... Sit there being a very large, intimidating orc. <laughs> you do your job. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Major crisis averted. So are we so we're in Gadgetzam proper. Yeah. This is one of the inns in Gadgetzam. Gadgetzam has little to no interest for a troll. It's a desert town. There are raptors. They exist, yeah. <clears throat> I think that's what you did last time we were here, wasn't it? Yeah, chilled with the raptors. Mm-hmm. Spoke with the raptors. Hanging out with your people. My peeps. I will get a drink. Like, just a big mug of grog or whatever. Sure. Um, oh, yes, yeah, so you didn't hear. the. Um, there's a variety of different drinks that you can get, but the um, the popular drink for this for this tavern is known as the Mechs on the Beach. What is that? It's sort of a, uh, it's a, um, it's sort of a, it's the spice rum with sort of like a honey, it uh, added to it like a dark honey to make it look black like oil. Um, and it's served in, it's served in like a stylized mug that looks like an old drum. Yeah, not, not going to drink anything that requires an explanation, basically. <laughs> <laughs> if it requires an explanation, Garrick isn't interested. <laughs> Wrong. Sure. But, um, I, uh, Shiana definitely had a couple of a couple mechs on the beaches. Aha. Uh-huh. That would explain. Yeah. Just one large lo- one large mug. <laughs> Just sit there. <clears throat> Doing a pub crawl would be such a bad thing for Aaron in World of Warcraft because all of the drink names are puns. Oh yeah, no. I mean it would be bad in conflux already because all the bars are puns. <laughs> I guess we just go to bed and forget about it. Right. Well, Shiana's suddenly forgetting about it. Uh, do you have anything else you need to do before you turn in for the night? Mm-hmm. So, 
I have an idea of a thing to make. Okay, you're going to discuss all that? Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to talk with him about possibly <laughs> making this. Because I basically want to make a fairly simple sort of an x-ray goggle type of device. Okay. Basically, I want to make something that can see through a single layer of paper. Just paper? Yes. Uh, even if I just have to cobble it single use or something. I see our priest is working on his peep goggles. So you're, you're thinking uh, uh, like a single thickness of paper and no other materials, or? Yeah. Yes. That is nice. Yeah, because I have a letter that I'm suddenly very curious about. <laughs> um, yeah, you could probably use it. You could you get the letters folded so you can only see through the external and you see the back of the letter so you don't just see what's on the inside. Uh, do you have Do you have jury rig as a as a feature yet? I I do. I I forget what level that comes yeah. at. Um, I I do. If we do this together or whatever. <clears throat> I forgot how that works. So I was thinking what I could possibly do is like create some kind of a device that uh, does... Jerry Rig comes in comes in at level five of Tinker. Yeah, yeah and I'm only level four. I'm I'm ten. So. so I was thinking what I could do is do like a very faintly magical device that basically emanates some kind of a magic that will sort of stick to the ink to a degree, and then I can just read it with the detect magic. Um I would say it would cost probably about. <clears throat> I'm just gonna spitball a number here. Um, you're probably looking at like a it's a minor magical item essentially is what you're making out of technology, um, mm. and so you'd probably be looking at about 350 gold worth of materials. Mm. <clears throat> is that really worth it? I could scavenge it back out. And if he can, he if you give him the materials, he can jerry rig that now, um, or you can cobble it and make progress towards it. Do you share this desire with Dennis? He's just talking to I'm us. Just I'm just talking with him. Yeah, just curious. Right now. Yeah. Um, we can. Between the two of you, you have three cobbles a day. Yeah. Because a cobble... Oh, no, yeah, you're, 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 you're full tinker, isn't it? Yeah. No, cobble's okay. the number of uses per day. Oh, right. So you, you've got three per day, and he's got one. Right. So you've got, yeah. four, you've got four cobbles between you. So I'm just level four tinker. Yeah. yeah. Um, They're tinkering things. No, you can, you, can, you can make a cobble check and then use March of Progress with your tech points to make more progress. Yeah, basically. Yeah, a lot of... Pro I mean, it's like weird. What is it, 350? Yeah. You're higher level. Well, tenth level. I mean, I get two two hundred and fifty of that. I can do just by my and my my uh, notion. I just have to roll. He doesn't mind. It's just hundred. He's drunk, so he's got to do anything. Yeah. Just have to roll over hundred. Yeah, no, that's fine. To get it done right now. Yeah. Or we could do it. You could try that. And then if that's not enough, you can spend March of progress points. Well, just like or finishing the chores. We're not gonna be able to deliver it until we get. 
Just, just roll. Just roll. Oh, and because you guys have industrious haste, so you make twice the normal amount of gold whenever you. Yeah. And how does collaborative stuff work with this? Um, at the moment, it's not it's not too complicated for either of you, so you can both just make progress on it. Oh, okay. So that we can make yeah make one of that right. You want to do, do it? Okay. Yeah. So I'll yeah. just make sure I just don't roll one. Uh, six. Twenty-six. Fourteen. <laughs> Twenty-four. <laughs> Twenty-four and twenty-six. Okay, yeah, the D the DC was only sixteen. So you yeah. both you both make I believe the normal amount is fifty gold worth of progress, so you both make a hundred gold worth of progress. And you can I can use all my I can use all ten of my points and and because I'm, cool. I'm gonna go to bed anyway. Yeah. Cool. So we can actually finish that if you yeah. want to put out the Okay, so that gives you. Oh. Wow. <clears throat> so now I got actually that over the ceiling for. That's gonna eventually. Yeah, very specific. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, you between the two of you, you managed to put, you managed to cobble it together. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yes. And I want to go ahead and see what this is that we are dealing with. He wants to read the message. <laughs> okay. We're supposed to deliver. Because um, I kind of want to know why the alliance has to get involved with all this. Um, so you you turn you turn the goggles on. And, roll for that. Yeah, roll, roll me a quick uh, use text device. The DC is eight. So yeah, and, I, and I because you, because you both cobbled on it, the malfunction rating is three. Yeah. So. Okay. I make it by twelve. Yeah. So you you turn you turn them on, uh, and because it's magic, uh, you can just it's. I feel like it's probably cantrip level. You probably don't even have to expend much fuel using it. Um, so you uh, you turn it on and look at look through the first layer of the of the letter, um, and. What you what you make out is basically the it's folded so and it's you can only see like the first couple of paragraphs, mm -hmm. um, but what you what you make out in this this very elegant hand um, which you don't typically expect from a troll but it's it's very it's very um, well written because the other one said it because Jana Proudmore said that it was from from Bane yeah. Um, and you don't you don't know either Bane or Vulgin's handwriting, so yeah, you can't tell who this is. But it says to to Rexar, champion of the Horde, um, and it um, Vulgin of the Darkspear tribe gives gives respectful greetings, um, and it goes into uh, a great many. Uh, Trials and challenges have risen for the Horde in recent days. 
And though you have been one to wander and have been uh, and have ventured far from the homeland of both your people and of the Horde in general, uh, you have always been known as a champion of its values, of its core beliefs. Uh, and I fear that the time is drawing near where you may be called upon to defend those values once again. This time, perhaps not from an external threat, but from an internal one. There are matters which have drawn my attention and which have become dangerous for my people. The Horde itself is in danger of becoming... And that's where the page folds and you can't read anymore. Mm -hmm. Cool. <laughs> Good to know. So. That's it for the day, I guess. Alright. See you all getting a long rest. Is this basically what the Warsaw River looks like? Kind of, yeah. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Basically, what the Warsaw River looks like. Okay. So, you all wake. You all wake up the next morning. Nope. Some of us are a little more hungover than others. <laughs> Peach up. I can feel a glass of edge of a cup of water. Mm. You should drink this. Okay. They don't help. Leaf, you don't have any spells for hangovers, do you? I can't say <laughs> I've ever. With less restoration, you're a hangover. I can't say I've ever tried, but it's worth a shot. Less restoration. It flushes any remaining irritants and toxins from your body, and the hangover does not immediately, but quickly disperses. Meanwhile, I do a persistation. Anyone a like to tell me what I did last night? Well, there was. You got. Drunk. You see that chair over there? <laughs> you got drunk. Oh, by the way, the bar the bar owner charges you a gold piece for the chair. I'll pay the gold piece. It's a goblin. He's overcharging <laughs> yeah. significantly. It was my nice. favorite. Chair. It's either overcharge or press charges. So you know what? I'll tell you. Got drunk. You started a bar fight. I stopped the bar fight. Okay. I put you to bed. Okay. And you kissed me on your way out. <laughs> <laughs> she turns like 50 shades of red and sinks Which into is tough the hammer. Which green. And it's just like a very ruddy shade of green. Yes. It looks like a watermelon. Or blood is very dark red. Like our blood is very bright red. There's this like deep vermilion. Vermilion. I don't think vermilion's a red. Yeah, it is. Is it? Yeah. I don't think it's a. I'm looking it up right now. It's very low. I mean. Firm, what? Hey! It's right now. Yeah, E4 vermilion red is a dark red, if you want to step over here and look. Oh, take your word for it. Cute. <clears throat> that's okay. vermilion. I don't know if I want that's a that seems the vermilion color of human blood really. Vermilion I mean, gets vermilion goes to sort of like the purplish end of red, but it's still red. Okay, it depends. Yeah. There's different shades of yeah. vermilion. We've gotten off topic. Yes, there are many different shades of all colors, <laughs> and that's like color. Well, but I mean, there's <laughs> vermilion. Anyway, 
<laughs> Aside from discourse on vermilion as being bright red or dark red, I think burgundy would be a more appropriate. Sure, discourse. we'll call it burgundy. Possibly <laughs> more. There's. Or, I'll put it to you this way. During blood is dark red. I'll put it to you this way. During the first two wars, orcs earned the derogatory sobriquet black bloods because their their blood is so dark red it looks almost black in the right light. Hmm. Okay. Okay. So like sobriquet. Someone's breaking out <clears throat> fancy words. Yeah, it was a real bad bar fight. Someone's feeling particularly sesquipedalian. <laughs> I run. <laughs> I mean, the bar crumbles specifically on Garrick. That wasn't Garrick. That was me. I know. <laughs> What's near me right now? Because I feel like he's broken. Logaria can overcome us at any moment. He is. Pick him up. We can all get a little she tries at times. She's drunk. Um, <laughs> no. Probably a book or something in her bag because curling through the air at you. After that comment, <laughs> yes. I missed the comment. I missed that comment about it. was a bad bar fight. You lost your arm. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So, what are you up to? We're going to hit the trail and head, what, west? West. Okay, we'll go that way. <laughs> Leaning over towards the hammock. Ready to leave? Because you have to go from there. I'll go. Up, I'll go to there. Do we have mounts other than mine? Uh, no. Because you took a boat. You took a boat to Theramore. Yeah. I'll and go portal here. I'll go see about acquiring some mounts for everyone. Right. Okay. So how far of a journey is it from here to the crater? Uh, to the crater on foot is probably four days. Nice. On mount, you'll cut it in half. I'm gonna go find. If there is one, not a, if there if there is a mount dealer that is not a goblin, I will find that one. That's a good question. <laughs> I know how goblins work. Not all goblins. I know how goblins work. <laughs> I can go with you to get a get the price down. <laughs> yeah, the best the best way to deal with the goblin trying to cheat you is to bring a goblin who tries to cheat you. <laughs> I mean, if there is, if there is if there is not a if there's not a mountain dealer that isn't a goblin, yes, I will bring I will bring. Well, your options are a goblin or a dwarf. <clears throat> dwarf. Oh, actually, goblin. yeah, yeah. Is it a forsaken dwarf or no? It's a, it's a living dwarf. A living dwarf. That'll be fun. Hey, we won't have dead horses. <laughs> So as you as you look around, because um, I don't know the dwarf because I'm not sure if we share a language. <laughs> I mean, I I speak eight languages, eight different languages: four from the Horde and four from the Alliance. Good. <laughs> Which four from the Alliance? Um, Dwarven, Gnomish, Common, and uh, Darnassian. Okay, yeah, you speak I speak plenty. I speak so I speak all the common ones and all the common. Horde language. I speak Orcish, Sandali, and Kalimog. Oh, I also speak. I also speak Goblin, which I guess is neutral, is a neutral so language. But yeah, three Horde languages and and languages. I mean Goblins. Oh. There, there is a significant Goblin cartel that is part of the Horde. So, so you speak on the Horde side. You speak Orcish, Goblin, Orcish, Goblin, uh, Zandali, and uh, Torahi. Torahi. Okay, you don't speak Thalassian. Which, to be fair, Darnassian is similar to Thalassian, but it's sort of like German is similar to. 
I don't know. Dutch. Uh, Dutch, yeah. <laughs> All the night elves and Dutch. Night elves and blood elves can't talk to each other. Night Elves and Blood Elf, in fact, Night Elf, uh, Night Elf Demon Hunters and Blood Elf Demon Hunters are the only way in World of Warcraft that you can talk Not anymore, about. actually. They added they added a potion that allows you to speak cross now. Yes. I always found it funny that uh, that orcs can understand NPCs speaking common, but not player characters speaking common. Game mechanics. <laughs> <laughs> All NPCs are bilingual. Yeah, the... Um... AKA they're not from America. Yeah, I was about to say, America, America has the lowest percentage of bilingual, of bilingual people in learning, the world. I am learning Spanish at the moment, so yeah. Um, but yeah, the uh, there's a potion now that lets you that lets you speak cross faction. Oh, that's completely off topic. But yeah, yeah, but yeah. Um, so you you approach the one of the two animal masters in the city. Um, there is there's Lazifus, who is the stable master, who is a goblin, and then and then there's the Griffin master. Well, technically, there's three. Um, there's Lazifus. The stable master, Barra Stonehammer, the dwarven griffin master, and Bullcrack Ragefist, the windrider master. But you don't suspect that Bullcrack will have anything but windriders. I mean, I can't summon a windrider, so no. What's a windrider? It's a it's a it's a wyvern. They ride the wind. Then they're flying mounts. Uh, but I don't ha I don't have summon I don't have fine greater steed yet, so I can't find a flying mount. Windrider is the colloquial term for the wyverns. Yeah. Cool. <clears throat> so we're all colloquial head over to the dwarf the, the kids and cool with the, head over to the, the dwarf did someone just talk <laughs> <laughs> so you you, you so hip with the youth and you're a youth right <laughs> you're what two years younger than me yeah what you're, you're not 21 yet not quite three years younger than me so you're a youth <laughs> and I'm hip December. with you December, I will take him and get him all drunk. Sure. <laughs> I want to be in on the. You're a lot more willing than Kira was. <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, I can imagine you taking him out, and he just drinks one of everything, and he's just totally fine, unaffected by all of it. That won't happen. Trust me, I'll be there. <laughs> so, um, you approach Bera. Um, yeah, have a scarring experience. So I. Uh... Be scarring, you'll be fine. So, uh, and you, you, you approach her, and she turns to look at the group of you, and you can see that immediate suspicion of why are all of these horde races approaching. No, just two of us. Just two of us. Okay, yeah, just, just, just me just, and Leaf. And you know, I'm, I'm half human. You're also half orc. So, I mean, yeah. And the half orc shows more prominently. They, they always, they always assume the worst. Everyone, but in my case, the human shines forth a lot more than normal. Only once you start conversations. Everyone looks at you I mean, and sees the other I am action. legitimately a lot more lean than most. Yeah, but works. as he said, every, like, to quote, to quote Garona, a, a human looks at me and, and says I'm too orcish. An orc looks at me and says I'm too human. Even though she's not human at all. Yeah. She's after an eye. <laughs> I mean, um, and are orchid proportions, which is weird. It's weird that she got smaller. <laughs> I mean, female Draenei aren't. Nah, I didn't tell you, female Draenei aren't. <laughs> Anyways, um, but uh, so yeah, she turns, and you can see that immediate suspicion on her face as she looks at the two of you approaching. I will. I'm gonna. I'm gonna throw it out there and try because I know some dwarves are, are shamans. Uh, I will say hello in Kalimog. <clears throat> uh, she 
looks up at you for a second, looks over at you. What was oh. he saying? <laughs> Speaking in what language? In, in common. Oh. Okay. I, you don't know what I was saying. You don't speak Kalima. No, I do not. I don't know for an organ. I tried to say hello. It didn't work. <laughs> hello. Uh, we're here to rent or. Would we, would we rent it or purchase? Uh, depends on the price. We're looking into prices for acquiring mounts for a journey that we're taking. And where are you heading? I just I I look at I can't yeah. think of the name. Does Angora Crater? Angora Crater. Angora <clears throat> Crater. So not terribly far from here, but a few days. And into one of the most dangerous areas on the continent. Well, life goes on. That's what we do. I'm just sitting here hearing half the conversation because I don't understand what she's saying. <laughs> so, what are you looking for? Um, what kind of mounts can I see? Or um, she's got griffins. She's got uh, rams, uh, which have had their hair cut very short from the desert. Um, she's got uh, and these weird, like humped things with long necks you've <laughs> never seen before. Got my, I've got my uh, divinely inspired uh, wolf behind me. <laughs> well, I imagine whatever would be best for desert travel. Uh, well, uh, there's the camels. Uh, which can last a long time on endurance. They're, they're hardy creatures. They're not the fastest. Um, if you're looking to if you're looking to get over the over the desert faster, you want a griffin because there's nothing that there's nothing that beats the wing in the air. Um, or you can take one of the rams if you're looking somewhere in the, somewhere in the middle. You didn't take the steam suit in the end. No, I don't, yeah. I don't have the. The wagon or the same seat or the Kodos. Well, we're traveling relatively light, so. What would be. What are going right on? I've got my wolf. You got, oh, okay. I have fine steel, so I can get my own. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. But you wouldn't be able to keep up with the grounds. Yeah, I can't find a flying mount yet. Hmm. That's, the, that's the trick there. Like, if we get a flying mount, we'll have to buy one for all of us. probably be the cheapest, but then you gotta figure out how long it's gonna take us. What would be the rate for the Griffin? Uh, that depends on if you're looking to buy or rent. Ideally, renting, I imagine. Probably just for a few days, possibly for. I suppose five days. Uh, well, for five days I can charge you a price of ten gold a day. Per griffin. Per griffin. Each. Um, I will say, <clears throat> I, uh, I can probably hear griffin. I can I can understand griffin, but probably not at much. Yeah, it's proper. It's a proper noun. Yeah. Um, I will lean over. <clears throat> if you're talking about griffins. 
uh, if we're looking for flying mounts, then we could probably get a better we could probably get a better deal at the Windriders. Hmm. I was over here if we wanted land mounts, that would be this would be the place to talk to. Yes. What about for the rams? Uh, there's, um, we can buy a ram for 50 gold each, but if you're looking to rent them, that would probably run you around price of travel. And you see she's legitimately doing consideration. Um, Buying seems better because they'll probably die. Necessarily. <laughs> <coughs> uh, also, if we get flying mounts, we can take. We can use them yeah, ever more in go places. If we get flying mounts, absolutely, we can go other places. Buying them, however, is more drastically more expensive. Yeah, if we have money, you'd be looking about five silver a day. Hmm. Five silver a day. Hmm. We have, do we have to come back? And I, I say for your benefit. Um, you do know that if you if you take flying mounts, you'll probably be there in a day. Um, in Orcish to you, uh, if we're looking at flying instead of instead of riding, we could always we can always check in with the wind runner, with the wind riders, see what those cost. Yes, that might be a good idea. Also, uh, I forget is expediency part of our operation. Ideally. The faster you get done, the faster you get paid. Also, the, the also the faster you go, the more the more likely you are to find Rexar and not him wander off. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, we yeah he's here now. Because because Jaina found him in Angoro by scrying on him. Also, we Thank might want to get back to that nest of scorpions and continue to placate them. Thank her for her time. Let her know we'll be back if we decide on the yes. and let's go talk to the orc. All right. Thank you for the information. We'll. Consider this with the rest of our group. Of course, of course. So go ahead and head over to the Windrider Master. Yep. Um, so <laughs> you head over. You head over. Uh, walk across. It's basically across the central square. Is the two the two flight masters? A slightly secure route. So does the ladder going from one to the other? Yeah. <laughs> Just because. <laughs> I mean, hey, you shop around. Yeah. I. I, I being polite. Hmm. Um, Garrick is nothing if not polite. You make, you make your way to Bullcrack, Rage Fist. Um, Out of curiosity, um, do you stop by the rest of the group or not? Well, we're going to see what the cost of the other of the Windriders are. Because do you consider that the troll will probably be at one of these stables with animals? Do we see you at one of them? I mean, there's a third stable that is has more of the land mounts. What are, what are the land mounts there? Uh, the Lazifus has the one that has wolves and raptors and stuff like that. But I was there earlier. Um, Would you be hanging out with the Windriders? Probably, yeah, because I, I was fascinated by the uh, the wyverns. So probably. So probably around where Bullcrack is at. Yeah. Yeah. So. Wow, that's very tall. I am I am in communication with wyverns, and probably. So I'm not sure if I'm an annoyance or a curiosity to the person who... As, as, as we approach Rage Fist, I'll actually... I hope our ally isn't causing you any trouble. 
indicating to Dragatol. The the orc that you mean is uh, has sort of the, the the mohawk that is common among among orcish folks, and the the twin braided lo- the twin long braids that sort of dangle down from the chin. Out of curiosity, because I know some orcs do, does he maintain any clan like symbolism? Not that you can see. Okay. Um, he's just wearing this sort of heavy leather harness. He doesn't look like he just walked right out of the Warsong recruitment poster like I did. No. no he, he's, he's got like a riding harness designed to, you know, help attach you to a windrider so you don't fall off as easily. Okay. Um, and he looks over. Uh, no, the troll is... Mm, he's quiet. Doesn't create too much of a trouble and the windriders don't seem to mind him. Uh, speaking of, how much do you, how much do you charge for windrider? Are you looking for rent or purchase? Potentially either. Um, well, it is no lean thing to own a wind rider, and in fact, they don't typically consider themselves owned in any matter. Um, but you'd be looking at a fully trained wyvern as a companion is a steep price typically running around the range of a thousand gold pieces mm-hmm. yeah. it's often worth it if you intend to fly many places but to rent I would charge five gold per day you intend to be gone I know wyverns aren't oh, wyverns can speak can't they yeah wyverns can speak yeah. so well Wyverns are intelligent enough to understand and speak language. Not all of them know Orcish in common. Do any of them speak Orcish? Uh, the Packmaster does. He's indicating the largest of the Wyverns. So the troll, while, while this is going on, has been talking to the Wyverns. The, we have a very large fortress, right? Yes. How much roosting space would we have on top? Uh, you've got a decent amount of like upper parapet area that could be turned into like stables for Wyverns. Looking around here, I'm gonna. I'm. I'm just kind of, and I'm talking to them about you know, trying to figure out you know what what, what their what their expectations are that sort of thing. I'm, I'm I'm sizing up the top of our fortress as a as a wyvern nest. Yeah, but... I'm I'm also I'm also trying you know trying to figure out you know how do you come to live here you know like why do you why do you do what these people tell you to do? Why do you put up with these weird people <laughs> put these weird leather things on your back? Yeah. I mean, throw me, throw me animal handling. As the beast master does. That's a natural twenty. Nice. Um, <laughs> okay. Plus numbers. But you you basically learn from from the wyverns that the wyverns have been friends of orcs and tauren for a long time. For I want to say for at least well over five or six years now. Um, and they have made good allies and they, they carry the races that cannot fly on their backs in exchange for protection, for food, for care for their young and the freedom to fly and hunt as they will without having to worry about being hunted by creatures such as harpies, which have preyed on wyverns for the longest time. So... The the flightless races help protect them from wyverns, give help protect them from from harpies, um, give them food and shelter, protect their young, and in exchange they fly them around and serve as war mounts if need be. And how do they come to live at these stables where you know these people claim to own them? I mean, 
they serve with Wind Rider Masters, and the the young that are trained by the Rider Masters are um, sold basically only to those who can take care of them. It's a matter of not only not only does the Wind Rider Master have to approve of selling them to you, but the wyvern themselves has to be willing to travel with the person. It's a lot harder to buy a wyvern than it is to buy a griffin. Because griffins are not nearly as intelligent. I don't know, the one upstairs is very intelligent. <laughs> 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 so, um... Yes, so, um... Austin's brain is beginning to fail. 404, brain not found. Uh, so the... So is it just a matter of, you know, you find, basically... In the wild. You, you find some... Are, are, yeah, are there wyverns all around in the wild <laughs> that people pick up, or is it more like, you know... Uh, someone's like, I want to be, you know, a, a young wyvern is like, I want to move away from this pack, and they find someone who will set them up with a... I mean, there are some wyvern uh, roosts that are just out in the wild, but for the most part, most of the wyverns that serve in the Horde have been part of the Horde since they came to Kalimdor and found and first found the wyverns. Um, the wyvern, wyvern uh, reached maturity in less than a year from from being born. At least they, re they reach enough maturity to carry a rider in less than a year. Mm -hmm. um, and so the uh, the amount of the amount of training and teaching that goes into that lasts a little bit longer, but it's basically amount it, it basically amounts to the wyvern um, hosts that have been part of the horde they occasionally find more whenever they need more wyverns. They'll find, uh, they'll make a, they'll, we'll make a uh, pact with some of the wyverns that are still out in the wild. But for the most part, it's just that the wyverns that they initially found have just spread throughout the horde. Oh. Um, in Dolly to leaf, not just, and, and not, not assuming that the, the orc we're talking to doesn't necessarily speak Zendali, but to indicate to him that it's a side conversation. Um, at the very least, uh, Talif and Zandali. What do you think about acquiring a pair for the hull? To keep there for any short distance travel we may need them? And to form a, to, to form a nest. Let them roost there. Well, I'm certain I know Jangatal's opinion of the idea. I, I don't know. I don't claim to know his opinion. I'm certain he'd be helpful in the, in the task and possibly look forward to it. But <clears throat> it would be it would be a use it would be a useful expense uh, should we decide to extend the reach of our guild. At this point, uh, the troll has taken to watching what the the windmaster is doing and trying to. Do the things as well and be like, ooh, I need to learn this. Yeah. Not asking, just be like, <clears throat> so this is how this is done. I'm gonna start doing it. Yeah. I don't know what the windmaster will do in response, but uh, roll me animal handling real quick, just to see how well you're doing it. Eighteen. Not bad. 
He looks over at you, sees you're not bothering the Windriders, continues on his work, he's getting flavor out of it. Outside of combat, can can wyverns carry multiple riders? Um, depending on the rider, they obviously can't carry two Torin. I mean, yes. Um, yeah. but like if they're not burdened with armor and the riders aren't aren't overburdened, then probably they can carry two. It just depends on the riders. Except for these two. Yeah, like yeah, these two, two these two probably need a wyvern to themselves. Mm-hmm. At most, I think Kiana and I want to ride together. At, at most, I think you want to get thrown. <laughs> at most, Garrett could probably share with the goblin. With the goblin, and that'd be that'd be pushing it. Maybe well, what we're saying least. is the goblin and the troll, and then Leaf and Shiana could probably pair up on a wyvern. Yeah, especially since Shiana and the goblin. <laughs> You would you would need four wyverns to carry the six of you. I, I think I think she I think she ought to probably just like in muscle mass I'll probably approaches the limit. On, on the Actually, how, 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 how heavy is she? That's up to that's up to Holly. What? How heavy is she? Um, I mean, probably just probably just an R. I thought she was only like yeah. one eighty or something. Yeah. So. Yeah, I thought we turned it. I mean, it used to be two hundred when she had the other arm. Yeah, I thought no. I I think she's probably about two hundred. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, because that would two hundred pound, pounds of solid body Because that would put that would put like eight hundred, almost nine hundred pounds on a wire. So yeah, <laughs> if it was Garrett, if Garrett's six fifty two, so <laughs> <laughs> Garrett needs a strong wyvern, Is what we're saying. Garrett and Brick will share. <laughs> <laughs> that wyvern will never get off the ground. Oh, must fly. But yeah, like, like to to leave about you know, if we if we got a breeding uh, a mated pair, then we would potentially be able to train more weapons for the guild. I will point out that the orc says in Zandali that training a wyvern from youth is a specialized task. You would want to recruit a win a wyvern master to do that for your guild. I nod to him. We can do that. Like, again, like the switching to Zendali wasn't so that he wouldn't be able to listen in, but to indicate that it was, that a, it separate was, conversation. It was yeah. a separate conversation. Yeah. Yes, but he also don't care. Yeah, no, that's fair. Right. And he's just pointing out the potential problems of your plan. Yeah, well, for now it's just a matter of renting to get there. Like back, he's so clearly not opposed to you buying wyverns off of him. So yeah, but we can do that kind of thing later too. That is. A large expense. Something to keep in mind. And if we do, might it might perhaps be better to acquire them closer to closer. From myself, it probably is. It would be actually rather difficult to get them from here to there, seeing as we wouldn't all be able to ride on them. No, fair. Well, just wanted to make sure the idea was <coughs> while we were talking about. Um, for now, though, and then back in Orcish. Yeah. For now, though, renting does seem like a good idea. All right. How many wyverns do you need for how long? Four. Two of them particularly sturdy. Uh, we'll be flying to Angoro Crater and back. Do you expect to stay there for more than a day? Possibly. Right. So three, it four days. Us, it may take us two to three days to find our quarry. So it'll only take about a day to get to 
Ungoro from from here on the back of a wyvern. So six days. Look at leaf. Hmm? Sounds good to me. Yes. Four wyverns at five gold each, twenty gold a day, one hundred and twenty gold pieces for the entire trip. I can do it. If there's any, if you take less than that, I will pay. I will pay you the difference. If you take more than that, I will charge you the difference when you return. I take money. And it leaves me at a nice round one thousand. <laughs> that's why I, that's actually the only reason I paid for that because you know what? Casual ability to buy a wyvern prices over there. <laughs> I mean, it's not <laughs> casual if it takes your entire fortune. <laughs> 10%. I'd be like saying, I have the casual ability to buy a used car. Yes, but I have the bank and all the money I have. I mean, it, it, the reason it's casual is because you can do it without involving any other entities. Yes, it would still take all your money, but you could still do it casually. <clears throat> Different definitions, casually. And also, I have living expenses kind of Oh, yeah. Dealt with because I live in the guild hall, so I mean we still have to pay for upkeep on the guild hall, but we should probably figure out, you know, an amount of money that goes to guild like guild money yeah, that goes to that guild expenses rather like than a, having a guild like, like a percentage of income sort yeah. of thing. Mm -hmm. We'll figure that out when the renovations are done. And when we have more than us as guild members. <laughs> yes. <laughs> And he, he sort of walks among the uh, the wyverns. Let the NPCs do the pencil pushing. <laughs> we have to hire a pencil pusher, though. Yeah. So we will. There was a forsaken. Pretty much when we get back. <laughs> there was a forsaken in the in the tavern. I know. I was trying to get a hold of him, but you, you didn't. You get a hold of him to get a conversation with him going. If I get a hold of him, you mean get a hold of his monocle and steal. I was going to try to steal the monocle. A bar fight broke out. It happens. Um, but he he walks. <laughs> he, fight occurred. He sort of walks among the wyverns and um, talks with each of them and um, selects four that are willing to make the journey. I will let him know that, in addition to me, there's also a tarp. He acknowledges. <laughs> um, selects four that are willing to make the journey and brings them over. All right, bring your companions. Uh, Leaf, if you'll I'll indicate Jangatal. Uh, actually, I'll, I'll go get them if you'll indicate, and then I indicate Jangatal. <laughs> Right. <laughs> I'll go eat the others. Alright, so you head over and unsummon my wolf as I walk. Yeah. So you, you walk you walk back to the uh to the road warrior. What would be a good name for a divinely inspired white wolf? Frostfang. Sure. Yeah. You wanna head back? That's not a frost wolf name at all. <clears throat> Mine. Snow song. Yeah. Well, I'm not a frost wolf, though. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a war song. I know. That's why I was joking at you. Yeah. Anyway. Because Thrall's wolf is snow song. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Anyways, head back to the to the end. All right, everyone. We've ridden wyverns to take us out to the Angoro Crater. Okay. We've got four, which means that Brick and I will have to ride on one. Or, sorry, Brick, Brick and I will have to ride on individual ones. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably what I tried to oh. say, but my brain went, no, that works. Yeah. Just imagining a two of them getting onto a wyvern and it just, like, you know, makes a little squeaky laugh. toy noise. It <laughs> breaks in half. <laughs> just that little toy. Well, I, li I like the, the squeaky toy noise. Uh, just like, Shiana, would you mind riding with Lee? That's fine. And Josh will get you on Jangatal and one other. 
Okay, I'll try to think twice. <sighs> Very well, let's head. If you've got all your gear, make sure you've got everything, nothing's left behind. Well. I don't know why I looked at you, but it felt appropriate. Okay, we go. Alright. So we get over there. He, he was, was just wondering if you wanted any uh, you know, drinks to go. Uh. <laughs> so drinking, drinking, and, drinking and riding, not, 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 not suggested. It doesn't matter. Especially when said riding occurs in thousands of feet off the ground. Yeah. Why does that feel so high? Because we're flying. Yeah, we can fly low. We're not on an airship, though. Yes. So we're good. If we manage to get shot down again, I will, so I will have to put a veto on any travel ever again. Travel by flight, at the very least. We'll need to have Josh build us a giant subterranean drill to get everywhere we need to go. Subterranean and submarinen. Marinen? Marin. 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 Marine. Submarine. Moravian. <laughs> uh, submarine. A submarine. There you go. That's the word. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out what, like, what, like, subterranean, but for water, and it would just be submarine. <laughs> Before we go, I would mm -hmm. like to apologize for my actions. Oh, well. People need to apologize. Uh, I would say there is. <laughs> If you feel the need to apologize, you may. <laughs> she just did. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> that was. He wants to do it again. No, no, no. no, no. That's, that's not <clears> okay. He wants to do what again? Except your fault. <laughs> this thing, there's no need to apologize because it's okay. You didn't do anything. Hey, she's got a little drunk. She's got a little drunk. That's fine. It happens. Um, yeah. I'm sure that Garrick has gotten drunk. It took a lot. A lot. Yeah, Garrett's gotten drunk before. Yeah, I'm sure at that point it's just imagining kegs. Of course, of course, at the point where Garrett got drunk, he was literally a child soldier, so... <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we mount up and leave, huh? But it is. I accept your opinion. I think She still can't look him in the eye, by the way. I mean, he is really big. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute, how tall are you? Uh, what's average? Nine? She's like 6'2", something. Yeah, nine. yeah, she's 6-something. And I'm 8'6". I think here. I think she's like Austin's actual height. I think she, I think I said she was 6'6". Oh, okay. Yeah, she's 6 and, and, and he's 8'6". Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, right. You have two feet on you, that's it. Mm -hmm. Just two feet. I can't even see you. <laughs> You come up to like my, you go to my shin. You're like, you're okay. able to hide underneath my knee. If plate. I reach up, I can hit your knee. Yeah. <laughs> so, so basically, he doesn't associate you with a face. He just associates you with your knee pads. Right? Yeah. <laughs> pretty, pretty much. Oh, I know these knee pads. <laughs> I, 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 mark, I mark them with smiley faces on the side, <laughs> so I can tell when, when I we battle I who you are. I recognize these knees anywhere. <laughs> Yeah, little, little little smiley face scrub crawled on the outside of your knee. Somebody's pants. like dying on the ground, like that's weird. <laughs> so mm -hmm. the group, the group of you mount up. 
I'm assuming. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'll let him fly. Drive, whatever. I think the wyvern drives. Yeah, I know. But Essentially. Yeah. I tell the wyvern that I would like to go a place, and the wyvern kindly obliges me. Do we have a wyvern that speaks? Or did we? Or no. Not with you. No, no. The pack master is <laughs> I speak <stay>. wyvern. <laughs> yes. I mean, they understand you. They don't speak the language. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, unless the Wyvern speak Pennsylvania Dutch. No, it's not French. <laughs> Pennsylvania Dutch, secretly the language of Wyverns. <laughs> um, Pennsylvania Dutch. Yeah, Snakebird apparently oh. speaks it. So, uh, before, before, before mounting, I will. Like, before, oh, right. ma- before mounting, I will. Thank you for your service. And climb up. He sort of gives you a shake of the head. And... <laughs> And then a grunt as I get on. <laughs> so, like I said, a little squeaky toy noise. <laughs> no, that would be if he and Brent on one. It'd be dead. So, you take wing, um, and the wyverns kick up into the sky, and you are soon swiftly soaring over the deserts of Tenaris as the wind um, brushes past your hair. Uh, it's about a day's flight to get to Bangoro Crater. As you, as you pass swiftly over the ground, um, eventually you begin to see the massive... Um, <laughs> There's a time and a place, Austin. The, yes, right now, right now. <laughs> the sort of the, the mountain wall that forms the outer ring of Bangoro Crater uh, begin to loom up on the horizon uh, as you approach. Just slide back a little bit, yeah. yeah. Just gonna. As Austin, just gonna as Austin wields sharp objects. Um, okay. If he was sharper, it wouldn't take me this long. So the uh, it's yeah. it's approaching. It's been a little bit past sundown uh, when you when you finally crest the mountain walls of Ungoro Crater, and almost immediately there's a biome shift. It's dramatic, like you you would normally expect. Um, sort of the inverse of the the way that a rain shadow works. You would normally expect that the mountains would block off any any rain going into the the crater, but it's actually the reverse. Immediately after you pass over the mountains, the the land below you just turns green, and you there are times when you can't see the ground through the canopy of trees. Man, this climato- climatology class I took really was worthless. <laughs> What? <laughs> Does it seem natural? I've got nature. I have nature, yeah. Leaf muttering to himself yeah. when no one can hear. Eleven. It's not normal. I can hear you. It's not impossible. These giant beating magic. But so even <laughs> knowing nature, I wouldn't expect this. No, you would not expect this to form naturally. Okay. So if I pushed you off. He is harnessed in. You'd have to unbuckle the harness. Does she actually say that? Oh, no. <laughs> if she does, it's not She does, but you can't hear it. Again, because of the giant wings beating on either side. No, the only person she would actually like throw off would be the goblin. Also, the fact that you're flying at like 30 miles an hour. Yeah. The goblin would also probably be the one that would survive. I pushed you off. The troll might. No, I'm... She wouldn't push the troll off. Oh, yeah, I guess you could just tank the fall damage. No, the only fall person... caps out at 10d6, so I can't, I can't die from a fall. No, 20d6, sorry. So, 
I can only technically die from a fall if it's like all maxed. If if the GM is using the rules as fall. If you're high enough up, I feel like you could die. In a terminal velocity. Could. <clears throat> I mean, you terminal, terminal velocity. velocity. People have and survived. It depends, it depends on where you land, too. What kind of yeah. uh, ground and how you land. There are some people that have actually... Surrounded terminal velocity fall? Yeah. Uh, they, they, Very carefully. The chute's not opening, and they're hitting like like um, soft enough ground that it's like, like kind of muddy, and bounce, and break a few bones, but... Actually survive, or a lot of bones. Well, several bones yes. <laughs> require immediate hospital attention. If the, if the ground gives, they they start they start making death saving throws. Yeah, I mean, I feel like if you fall out of an airplane without a parachute, but you still survive, I think you'd call that breaking only a few bones. It's breaking a lot if you die. Well. Depends. You can die without breaking a single bone. Yeah, I mean, yeah breaking yeah. bones doesn't require you to death. Right, but when I mean, falling but you know, from an airplane, I think if you only break like both your legs completely, I'd consider that a pretty you can, good. You could fall out of an airplane so, and not break any bones and still die. So anyway, right. we're flying. So yes, you're flying. Impale on a tree. <laughs> break your rib cage. Well, you could yeah, handle you your spine. You, you it hit right here and goes through that way. Just go through your gut and not hit your spine or bones at all. That would hit your spine. But you got, uh, a tree can also slow you down. The side, not back. Anyway, yes, you are over Ungoro Crater. I know a lot of different uh, yeah. specific stories. You are, you are over. You are over Ungoro Crater, which I'm not getting into right now. Um, and. The one thing that stands out from the canopy of trees is the volcano dead center in the in the in the crater. Not going there. Why not? We're giving any were we giving any clues as to where in the crater Rexar might be? It just looked like Angora Crater as far as you know. Uh, I'm going to ask my wyvern to fly around looking for any sign of a camp that we might be able to see. Rexar's a is a he's a hunter, right? He's familiar with nature. He knows. Yes. So yes. I'm gonna. He's also a hat owner. Because I am going to while we're flying over, look for places that would be a convenient but hidden shelter that uh, you know somebody who is trained in the art of hunting and survival would utilize, especially of that size. I'm also going to keep uh, my detect magic on pretty much this whole time, and I'm going to see if just. I know it doesn't have enough range to actually look at the terrain, but if I can just tell some kind of a shift in the air around me, if there's any possible activity of, say, druidic or ranger magic. <clears throat> so, um, you ask your wyvern to look around. You, it's hard to detect magic from up here. You're not you're not picking up anything immediately. Really, I'm just looking in the air just in case someone cast a big wide area. Yeah, if someone cast like control weather, you would notice probably. Um, but as uh, you look around, the wyvern looks around. Not bad. Um, the wyverns sort of begin to skirt low as you request that of them, um, and they start moving among the canopy. They've got. A decent amount of aerial acrobatic agility, so they manage to avoid crashing into trees as they look around. Um, eventually, they start skirting around the outer edges of the crater, sort of looking for cave systems or lean-tos. That would be a decent shelter for someone that large. Um, just go ahead and roll your perception checks, everybody. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> Something I can't really do. Natural 20. <laughs> I first a 20. 
Did you percept? Eh. 24. 19. Ooh. 21. Uh, natural 20 makes it a 20. Okay. 20. <laughs> 20. 24. 24. 21. 21. I managed to get the lowest at 17. 17. <laughs> and you got 19. So eventually, as you're looking around, um, you notice the, the glow of a fire um, from just inside one of the one of the caves uh, on the on the edge of uh, that's carved out of the edges of the of these mountain ranges as you as you look around I would indicate there for my wyvern and as the as the wyverns slow down and um, begin to pull in for a landing nearby uh, with all of your very high perception rolls you begin to hear the the sound of conversation and laughter um, from within the from within the cave, can I tell what kind of conversation? Like 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 language, the kind that includes laughing. You can't really make out words yet. Okay. <clears throat> we don't have any ability to magically talk to each other while we're on wyvern back. So, <laughs> oh, message he does so, but he can have a one way conversation. It's two way. <laughs> You can respond to this yeah. message, that's right. But I have to start it and pick out a person. And I really don't care, I'm just landing. <laughs> yeah. So you guys land? I guess. <laughs> not land and be the first one off, or, or be off at least. Now land and... We've found something. Can I hear it a little bit better now that we've landed? A little bit, but you still can't make out language. You just know the conversation is nowhere near hostile. I'm having a good time. I'm heading towards that conversation over there. I'm not. Even with specifically the linguist feet? Yeah. I'm going to super stealth over there. It's like stealthing, but you add a cake. (laughs) (laughs) That makes it less stealthy. Those who would like to roll stealth can do so. No, but people who stealth with cakes are super stealthy. Somebody, sounds like a cape happened. <laughs> Oops, 18. 27. Wait, what being rolled? Stealth. If you want to stealth. I'm not stealthing. Just stay back. 21. 21. I'm just walking. Yeah, I'm walking with Garrick. We are. Yeah, me too. You're the only person in the party <laughs> less stealthy than me. Because, <laughs> yeah, I just have a flat so, zero. So we go ahead. I also have a flat zero. And you have, you know, heavy armor. I also have heavy armor, which means I roll a disadvantage. <laughs> so, uh, as the two of you pull ahead um, with your very high stealth rolls. Um, Is that uh, stealthing or walking with us? Uh, I said no. Okay. I was going to walk with you too. Um, as, you, as you begin to make your way closer, um, as you get within, like... 60-ish feet of the mouth of the cave, you begin to be able to distinguish language, and you can tell that these are two conversations that are happening in Orcish. One of the people has a significant accent to their Orcish. Like, it's definitely not anywhere near their native tongue. Can I tell from... Oh, sorry, that's them. But when we show up... And well, there's there's stuff ahead of them, yeah. and it takes. Um, do you want to keep going? Do you want to keep going in, or you want to wait for the rest of the group to catch up? I'm gonna keep going in. Okay. <clears throat> so you head on. Sangatol, are you waiting? Or are you continuing to follow after? Uh, Shiana goes in. I'll go in. All right. So the two of you start to make your way towards the towards the mouth of the cave. As the rest of you catch up, 
you begin to hear and make out, yeah, there's two people having a conversation in Orkish. One of them has a significant accent. With the linguist feet, can I pick out what that accent is? Roll me history. Um, can I pick out the accent? You can also roll me history. You will have a much harder time with this. Four. <laughs> nope. <laughs> That's only a 13. It's not a lang it's not an accent that comes from a language you've ever heard before. Um huh. Da, 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 da. What's what look what Loktar is just greeting? Or was it? Loktar 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 it is a greeting also Thrall Hall, also Thronka. Um I'm trying to figure out which one is the more appropriate one for an unknown voice speaking Orcish in a cave. Uh, Thramka is the usual non-battle greeting. Lotarogar is, is like you're meeting a soldier on the battlefield. On the battle, that's right, that's right. So as I, as, while walking up, Thramka! So, you hear the voice, you hear the conversation stop, and you hear a deep, rumbling voice sort of call out, Thramka, who approaches the campsite. Garrick Cloudspeaker, accompanied by Leaf Ironmander and Brick Earth Whisper. I think I got your last names right. Yeah. Uh, are you servants of the Horde? We are. Then you are welcome to share our fire. We come seeking Rexar, champion of the Horde. At this point, the group of you have caught up to where they're at as they're sort of positioned outside the cave. And as you, as you step in, um, the voice calls out, then you have found him. And you gaze in, and you see there are two figures uh, sitting around this fire. The first that you notice, because he's big, um, is the the one speaking, who has to be Rexar. He is this... I've probably met Rexar before. Probably at least once. Yeah. Um, this massive... There is no other way to describe this man than like a truck walking on two feet. Uh, makes he, me look small. He he legitimately he makes Garrick look small. He is enormous. He is probably two of Garrick wide, honestly. <laughs> um, and is made of raw muscle, wearing this sort of this bear this sort of bear pelt over his head as a hood, with this massive fur cloak and heavy spiked shoulders, this leather and fur armor that is adorned in uh, various locations, belt gloves, bracers, boots, a heavy serrated axe at his side, and a bear sort of laying on the ground next to him half asleep. The other person that you notice is a confusing sight because none of you have seen this individual or anyone that looks like him before. Um, he is wearing the sort of very well-fit but definitely seen a lot of travel tailored sort of black and white cloth garments. Um, wearing a, a long, wide-brimmed sedge hat made of, uh, of bamboo and, and oh, yeah, fur-lined with a metal cap on the, on the lid. The thing that stands out, he looks almost like a furbolg, like the, the bear folk of the northern forest, but his fur is black with white accents, uh, and his eyes are a solid jade green, and he has this staff sitting next to him that is covered in bottles and a, a keg sitting on the ground next to him that has the adornment of a face that looks similar to his own in artistic style. It's Chen Stormstop. Um, as the, the two of them are, were looked to have been in the middle of conversation, this bear man and this half-ogre. This bear man and this man-bear. <laughs> as the, uh, the, the group looks over at the two of them, I am Rexar. 
champion of the Horde, as you know me. And this is my companion, Chen Stormstout of the Pandaren. Um, I know that they've stealthed. Uh, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not gonna come in. I mean, just I don't want to be underfoot. Yeah. <laughs> At this juncture, I, if if all is good, I'll walk out. Yeah, I will indicate to them when they step if they step out of stealth. Uh, they are also accompanied by Jaggerfall Wildwalker and Shiona Flame Carver. It is good to meet new companions on the road, the the Pandaren says, in that strange sort of faintly melodic accent that, that, that affects his orcish. Uh, I'm sorry, and you are? I am Chen Stormstout of the Wandering Isle. Greetings. Have I... Has my character heard that? Roll me history. Probably not. <clears throat> Oh, on that kind of a roll, on a 22. There are legends of a group of monastic folk who live on 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 an island that moves. Um, There's not a lot of stories about it, but the bear men known as Pandaren are supposedly a number of them come from this wandering island. I just sort of look over. I didn't know it was real. It is very real. Shenzhen Su is a wonderful companion, though not incredibly talkative. Garrick has no idea what he's talking about. Turns out, Rexar, <clears throat> we come bearing a missive from Vol'jin. I produced the letter. Mm. What is my old friend brought to me today? He says as he extends his hand to take the letter. With these sort of like giant meaty fingers, just kind of brings one around and with, with a clawed nail, just kind of slices open the letter and pulls it out. And kind of starts to read over it. That's why like, you know, like you're, you're trying to read a really tiny letter. Yeah, he, he's with like with two fingers, just kind of flips it open and holds it with between two fingers and kind of reads it up and down. Hmm. The situation has grown more dire than I thought. Perhaps I will have to act soon, he says as he folds the letter up and throws it into the fire. Was there any indication as to whether or not we had to do anything other than deliver the letters previously? Nope, that's it. We were told by Vul'jin to deliver the letters. Yeah. Well, then our and task would be done. To him, ideally. <clears throat> are, you, are you returning with us to Ogremar? No, I will take the long way. Tell Vol'jin that I and Master Stormstout will likely be joining to speak with him as soon as we arrive. We have some business to wrap up here first. Very Do you require any assistance with that? Chen kind of looks over at Rexar. Rexar looks at him. Well, if you would like to assist... Uh, not, not Spanish accent. What am I doing? <laughs> it's Alexander! Uh, <laughs> if you would like to assist, we would not turn you away, but it is not necessary. We will be able to handle this on our own, if you would like to get back and receive your pay as soon as possible. I'll look at the others. It may be best to, to not wear too heavily on the rent that we have, I say pointing back toward the entrance end. Yeah. It is dark, if you would like to share our fire for the evening. That would... 
probably be best both for ourselves and for our likely quite weary mounts. Come, you can join us and partake in the new brew that I have been perfecting. He says as he indicates the keg sitting next Yay! to him. <laughs> Here we go again. <coughs> I think I'll pass tonight. <laughs> At that point, I'll go in. I'll, 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 I'll try to pour a drink. <laughs> You want to be in the drink? <laughs> ah, I see. I've got from this joined us. This is Josh. Mm. Ah. It is a, it is excellent to meet all of you. As he sort of turns the keg onto its side and taps it, I call this one the journey into the crater. He says as he as he begins to pour, <laughs> made from ingredients that I gathered from here in Ungoro. Is that a explanatory name or a Prophetic name. Thankfully, <laughs> well, if it was sold by a goblin, I would be very worried, but I think you will find it delicious. And I think it should speak of the place in which we currently reside. I will have some. I'll try some. Yeah, yeah, I have you know what? I'll, 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 I'll try the first sip. Why not? <clears throat> I would like to try some as well. I'm yes. not sipping. <laughs> I will try one. As you wish. What smell exudes as he pours this? Uh, herbal scents, definitely. You can you get the scent of some berries, some herbs. Yeah. Troll's not interested. And he, he, he pours out some. Uh, if, if we're staying around this hard, the troll's going to be cooking. So I'm going to roll the cooking. Chip. Go for it. Um, he 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 grabs these. He pulls off of his belt these like small like. Uh, dish-like cups uh, and sort of pours a small increment in each of them and hands each of them off. <laughs> <laughs> and he offers his own to toast to the group and drinks it down. It's a... It's not like a drink you've ever had before. And it's interesting. The Have you ever had sake, William? I have not. Oh, it's good. It's, sake sake goes down ridiculously smooth. I would, if I had to take a guess on based on what based on the ingredients that he's found to brew this, it probably would sort of be like a berry sake with a number of herbal um, touches to it. It's sort of like if you were to blend like an herbal tea with a berry sake. Sake has sake. Um... Sake has like the the potency of a really of a really hard alcohol, but with none of the hit. Yeah. So like yeah. you you like you 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 expect the burn, but it doesn't burn. <laughs> it just it's sort of it's sort of like it, it's just like this very warm drink that goes down if you drink if you drink hot sake. And then you stand uh, up and, and you go it, back down. And then it just sort of warms you up internally. It's like something that's a fire in your belly. It's really great. Yeah. Yeah. Except for you, apparently, because I remember that time that we were out yeah. and you drank an entire yeah. bottle of sake and were completely unaffected. No, I was. I wasn't. I didn't drive. Remember, I gave you. The, yeah, no. Yeah, no, 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 no you didn't drive. It doesn't. I'll let Taylor it didn't drive. drive. It's not. No. It's not particularly. No, no. I, I walked. I, I felt it. <laughs> yeah, no. You were. You were. You may have felt you it. Were you were different. Didn't look it. It's not <laughs> anyway. like it's not super. It's not going to get you like hammered like whiskey does if you drink the same volume. But it's. It's stronger than it tastes. It's stronger than it tastes, yeah. and it's really good. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah it, goes and down, it goes down like it, like yeah. nothing. It's but, great. Really, yeah. It definitely it's a it, the what he gives you is definitely a taste that evokes. I love it. A journey. It it it, it is something that brings to your palate the idea of being lost in a place of 
beauty and wilderness. And it's spectacular that someone can mix these sensations into a drink. Mm-hmm. It's this it's this sensation of discovery and wonderment along with just the faintest hint of danger to keep things interesting all distilled down into a drink. Is there any magic in this at all? Not any that would show up to detect magic. Hmm. Interesting. We'll, we'll, forget, we'll figure that out later. <laughs> I got a 22 on my cooking check. Cool. Yeah. What would you like to cook? What's around? Um, what is native to this place? You can probably find some large lizards. And there's lots of plant life around here, right? Yeah. So we're, we're definitely uh, getting some very floral, large leaves, wrapping the lizards up in them and cooking them in a pouch that's very moist, mm-hmm. uh, along with a variety of roots and, uh, you know, barks to give it a very, to enhance the earthiness of it, um, and then get leaves that are, you know, more citrusy to help cut the, the heaviness. Yeah. And he, he, you find that it actually pairs surprisingly well with the alcohol. <laughs> so, the troll, the, I mean, the, the troll uh, pulls out, uh, after you've been doing this the troll pulls out giant uh, leaf pouches that are full of lizard. I mean, the drink was made to be evocative of the land, and this is just food the from land. the land. <laughs> so, <laughs> so uh, out of curiosity, how do. Because I cook for everyone. How does how do the the, the, the panda and the half ogre take to being handed uh, leaves full of lizard? Um, they both look at it with interest. Uh, as soon as as soon as the pandaren un, uh, unfolds it, ah, this looks interesting, and he starts to immediately um, take into it. And Shen is a wandering culinarian monk. Well, on a twenty-two. Yeah, and he he very interesting. He he takes a bite and. Mmm. <laughs> you have done with this food what I have done with my drink. And he sort of starts to dig into the lizard. You didn't take the bones out, did you? So it's crunchy. Well, presumably, you do it like a rotisserie chicken. Right. Yeah, you eat around right the bones. bones. Oh. Yeah. No, but if it's a small lizard, you just... Oh, no, these I are mean, small lizards. I mean, the goblin eats the bones. <laughs> I would like to yeah. like think of a monitor lizard. Yeah, these are oh, these okay. are these are chicken-sized lizards. Okay, all right. I was thinking yeah, that wouldn't like, stop the goblins from eating mm, bones, though. It's like chicken. <laughs> goblins eat bones. Also, recognizing the size. Goblins uh, eat lots of things. Mm-hmm. Yes. There's very little the goblins don't eat. Yeah, yeah. including well, oil and minerals. So yeah, they're like they're the goats of the civilized world. Yeah. They find chunks of small bone in in the. Poop. And in, in order because to make this, you know, a more nutritionally complete meal, as small they're doing that, the whole thing. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to find a variety of um, root vegetables and then take uh, pour out the fats that were rendered out of the lizards and uh, fry a bunch of roots uh, and root vegetables in the lizard uh, in the seasoned lizard fat. You're making me hungry. <laughs> I know, me too. It's really weak. I've been hungry for a while, so it's not. And, and so, you know, we follow it up with, you know, root chips. With like a, a root vegetable stew that's very, very hearty and filling. Yeah, and full so. of nutrients. You, have, you are treated to a surprisingly rustic and authentic 
full course meal with drinks that evokes the land that you are currently residing in. It's you have made of the land that we are currently. You have just had. The, you have just had the taste of Angoro. How strong is the alcohol? It's relatively strong, but it's deceptive. It doesn't feel as strong as it is. Oh no! So no, 63%. no. <laughs> she knows her limit. Does she? She does. She went past it last time. But it is delicious, and she'll probably have like two months full of them. I try to lay off. Yeah. I try to give her another. One. <laughs> I try to offer another one. <laughs> Do you wish to make it through the night? <laughs> Help me make it through the night. <laughs> I go to sleep. <laughs> and as as the uh, I'll drink as much as provided. <laughs> yeah, and he's got a keg full. Yeah. So, well, well, between 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 Rexar the Pandaren and the six hundred pound orc, we will empty the keg. Whether or not anybody else helps is up to you guys. <laughs> I mean, I'm not, I'm I am not going to go as long as the three of you. But <laughs> I'm less than one third your way. <laughs> And not particularly used to drinking in the slightest. She wants so. To so, badly. <laughs> so and the 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 group the group it's gives her one It's a surprisingly merry night. When for... do we have to make constitution saves? <laughs> Go ahead. Why not? <laughs> Do I, get, do I get an advantage for being? <laughs> do I get an advantage for being six hundred pounds? Not for this kind of alcohol. All right. Yeah. Um, I think you're good. That's a twenty. Uh, you get a plus two to it as well for being next to me. Uh, that's all twenty-two for me as well. So the two, the two of you hold your alcohol fairly well. None of you can drink as much as Chen can. <laughs> Just accept it. <laughs> I mean, why is that? We're emptying that barrel. <laughs> If she goes on her fourth drink, I'm going to cast Mage Hand next to her so it's like she's using both hands to drink. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good. I thought you said you were going to cast uh, Hex to give her a disadvantage on... Uh, Hex no, doesn't I'm affect saying... saves. No, I didn't. No, I thought you were going to I thought Cripples ability checks. Hex affects ability uh, checks. Right, right. Ability checks yeah. Which is why it's really good if you're trying to grapple somebody. It's also really good if you're trying to intimidate or persuade somebody. Or deceive them. Or deceive them. Because it affects their insight if you choose wisdom. It depends on how many or sneak past them. I think. She'll probably try to... Because it affects their perception. Yeah, try to Garrett continues to drink. All right. We're drinking all night. All right. <laughs> and the two of you have a surprisingly similar tolerance, despite having despite several hundred difference, pounds yeah. difference. Yeah. Orcs, orcs drink and fight. That's what they do. Yeah. They're Vikings. They are very Viking. They're very Viking. They're very Viking and very Mongol and very Native American. Like if you, like if you had to pick three cultures to mash together and make Warcraft orcs, you take yeah. Vikings, Mongols, and Native Americans and cram them together in a very weird way. <laughs> Um, and so you guys drink and chat and have wonderful conversation through the night and and eventually the the conversation sort of um, steers to the uh, eventually Chen mentions you know like it would be glorious to return again to the wandering isle with the companions that I have met on this lengthy journey I think 
Travelers like you might enjoy the Isle. It is a beautiful place of nature and prosperity for those who traveled far, for who wish to wander beyond the bounds of Pandaria. Where is Pandaria? <laughs> Pandaria is the homeland of we Pandaren, hidden away long ago by enshrouding mists to keep it safe for the rest of the world. Those of us who live on the Wandering Isle have not seen our homeland. We do not even know where it is. The mists hide it even from us. Hmm. I hope one day to see Pandaria again. But it seems unlikely. Hmm. That tale reminds me of the Orcish homeland of Drenor. I have heard much of this place. Rexar has visited, though it is not as it was, I am told. He looks over at Rexar, who nods. Hmm. Uh, do I know about... I, would, I assume we do know about the Dark, the dark Portal. Oh, yeah, opening absolutely. Here. I'd heard the Dark Portal had been reopened, so I have not been in that area or had been or had gone back. I have not been there for the first time either. I was born in Azeroth. Mm. In the internment camps after the Second War. I returned to Outland and encountered my father and the rest of the Mokinathal. Mm. Those that remain. It was not a pleasant meeting, but resolution was had. How fair is out? How fair is Draenor? It is known as Outland now, and the land is shattered. The dark magics that the shaman, later warlock Nerzul, weaved to open portals to bring the horde that was driven back from Azeroth to other worlds, tore Draenor apart. It is now a shattered place. Islands that float in the twisting nether. The oceans have gone. <coughs> The only place that remains remotely as it was is Nagrand. <coughs> Sorry, that's me being sick. As William's throat rebels. It is from that place that your war chief comes. That's <coughs> hmm. right. Garrosh is a, is a uh, Meghar. In this case, the difference between the wandering between the, the uh, Pandaria and Outland is that Pandaria is a place you wish to return to. As Outland, I don't think would survive would survive our return. It is hardly surviving now, as far as I have been told. He says, looking over at Rexar. Indeed, the place is broken and falling apart. Even Nagrand is only an illusion of peace. Hmm. It is disheartening, but such is the way of the future. Nothing ever remains as it was. Well, to change, then. <laughs> to change. And he raises his mug again. Drinking words to that. <laughs> as we continue to get drunk. And you all have a night. You get a long rest in. 
In the morning, uh, Rexar and Chen begin to pack up their camp. Soaring Fang! Now we prepared to return to Orgabar. I believe we are. We must go. Well, first you have to return to Guided Zam. I mean, yes. Yeah, we have to go by way of <clears throat> how we got here, pretty much. Actually, how long? How many days would it take to fly from Gadget Zam to Orgabar? More than you pay for. Yeah. Yeah. That's because the war the does the the we'll have to talk to the wyvern master, but they can get their way back. They can make their way back if we yeah. fly them back. They're smart enough to fly back, yes. Yeah. Let's return to Gadget Zan, rent out rent out our our wyverns for the amount of time it would take us to get to Orgamar and head back. Unless in the time that we've unless in the time it's taken us for us to get here, someone has learned how to wield teleportation magics. Exactly. Because they can't look at Well, I do, but it wouldn't get us very far. To Gadget Zan, then. We'll hopefully avoid another bar fight. <laughs> it takes another day. You arrive after after nightfall again. It's all right. But you do eventually return to Gadget Zan. Okay. Uh, so yeah, turn to gadgets in, uh, work out how much it'll cost for us to get uh, on top of what we've already paid. We paid, we only paid for the amount of time we did. You only spent, uh, you spent one point. This is the third day of our five days we've paid. Yeah, so you, you, you've been three days, so you give you back the 40 for the remaining two. Um, I'll hold on to it, depending on how long it'll take to get to order one. It would probably take... Because we gotta go, we basically have to go over the thousand needles and then up to Barons. Well, how many days did it take to get up here? It'd probably be a six-day flight. We didn't take as much. We we we. Yeah, we took a long time to get up there. We teleported. Yeah, we took. Yeah, teleported most of the way. Right. Yeah. Though we could probably we could probably fly to Theramore and teleport to Orgrimmar from there if if made if there are mages there that could teleport us to Orgrimmar. Because that wouldn't be a, that bad, maybe. Would that be a thing we could do? Possibly. Maybe more expensive. Uh, At the very least, you can get you closer. If you if you ask Jaina Proudmore again, she could probably get you closer to Orgrimmar. Or just fly to Orgrimmar. Hmm. How much would it cost for us to fly to Orgrimmar? Uh, six days at 20 gold for the four wyverns. It'd be... Uh, 60 times 2, 120 gold. Less than the 40 that we've already paid? Yeah, so that'd be 80. I'll, I'll pay 80 gold for us to fly back over. Sound good? I guess, yeah. Sure. 80 gold, fly back to Orgrimmar. Hit that, hit that, hit that time to go to the bathroom while we wait for the, while we wait for our uh, wyverns to fly us all the way up there. <laughs> so, Little under a week passes of <clears throat> regular flight and taking occasional breaks to rest for the evening. Where'd that pencil go? Oh, Are there any conversations or moments of note that need to happen over the course of your flight back to Orgamore? Uh We stop how many times? Uh, a number of five times, presumably. Stop by the night. Um, I don't know. Should make stuff. We have five nights worth of moving through Crafting the company. desert over Thousand Needles. Uh, you'd actually be moving straight up through Dustwaller Marsh, and then you, you go. So you go up from Tanaris, you crest over a Thousand Needles. You don't go all the way along because Thousand Needles is horizontal more than it is vertical on that map. Mm -hmm. uh, and then you hit Dustwaller Marsh, 
travel up, and then you cross a little bit, a little bit over the barrens, and then into Duratar to hit Orgrimmar. Yeah, actually, um, stop to cuss out barrens chat. <laughs> um, actually, while we're on the, while we're stopping in the barrens, I would like to see if I can find some of those mosses sure. that I mentioned a while ago. Because also, um, if we want to report directly back to. Um, you could also, yes, you could fly straight to the Echo Isles. Yeah, go straight to the Echo Isles to talk to Vol'jin. So you could also, as he mentioned, go straight to the... You could, you could also go to the Echo Isles, as he mentioned, to report directly to Vol'jin. Oh, is Vol'jin at the Echo Isles on Norgamar? Yeah. Yeah. Then probably that. Stop at the Echo Isles and then fly back to Orgamar. Mm-hmm. Or stop at the Echo Isles and just... It was roughly the same amount of time. Roughly, yeah. Yeah. The, you'd be you'd be at the you'd be in the middle of the day rather than at the end of the day when you reach the Echo Isles. Yeah, so we'll fly the Echo Isles instead of Orgrimmar, which would still require us to loop around the Barrens, I think. But same general idea, but just yeah. stopping there first. Yeah, yeah. So while you're in the Barrens looking for mosses, go ahead and roll me survival. Okay. Yep. What do you got? Nine. You can find some, not a lot. You find okay. a little bit more. Anything else that needs to happen over the course of those days? I presume they craft. I kind of don't really know a whole lot of things to make right now. Oh, um, I was thinking I should make like a scorpions or something. Some kind of start working on some siege weapons for the fort. Those are going to be hard to transport on these wyverns. Yeah, I know. Well, I've got, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, project that large would require you to have something yeah, to carry with. Right, yeah. <clears throat> I'll just, yeah. I'm, I got nothing going on. Actually, I'm, yeah. I'm going to start experimenting because I, I had a little idea for, uh, like, possibly making a techno magic holographic display for the big war table thing that we have. Mm hmm. So I want to just start experimenting along those lines. All right. Uh, what are you thinking of? Um. You thinking like a minor illusion style? Um, because I don't have access to minor illusion, possibly something to do with um, uh, eternal flame and being able to modify and shape that. So basically, there would be sort of heatless flaming constructs so you're thinking like like a like a war table but instead of tokens on the war table you have small flames yes okay and then you could also move them around to like <clears throat> possibly project larger things if you haven't fine enough control of the device interesting what are you making Something to make the war table look super amazing awesome we have a war table yes oh yeah we're going to have yeah. a war table is it it got moved just in Vol just as we left. Yeah. Oh yeah, Vol'jin's paying for uh, some uh, upgrades. Okay. We're getting a war table. Some renovations. Yeah, we've got the, the war table moved in already. Yeah, it's yeah, at yeah. the top room. <clears throat> and oh, it's... by the way, Garrick helped uh, Shiana break down a wall so she can have the biggest room. Okay. <laughs> I figured that would be your response. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Okay. So she has two rooms. Just two relief. 
You were taking the bricks and using them for, for, for another purpose, you know what? Yeah, there were eight, eight rooms in the in the so third floor. Leaf said it, we each have one, there's one empty. What? So your room has two entrances. Yes. yes. Right. So. Um, I have no idea what the size of my room is relative to everyone else's. Maybe everybody's the same. That's why she had to do that. I'm the only special one. Okay. Yeah, they're all they're all about like twenty by twenty rooms. So not very big for me. <laughs> no. Yes. But they're basically just officers' quarters. Yeah. 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 It's like one of those Morocco eggs that they always have at like small churches. But There's always somebody with, who sings in a mic with a Morocco egg, and I've yet to figure out why it's a small church thing. <laughs> so, um, as you tell me I'm wrong, Austin's, Austin's brain is beginning to shut down further. <laughs> as you, please, he's just getting more efficient at derailing us. It's about it's about midday on the sixth day when you arrive at the Echo Isles, um, and as your wyverns pull down, uh, you notice something odd that you didn't know about when you uh, before you came here. As you look around, you see the Echo Isles are sort of tropical jungle isle, which is uh, impressive considering how it's off the coast of Duratara, but perhaps being off the coast helps it grow a little bit more um, green life. But aside from the, the troll structures that have been built on the isle and the number of trolls that are living and moving about their day, the thing that catches your attention is the number of large lumbering orcish forms. There are a number of orcs on this island, each of them wearing the black and gold armor of the Corcron, the elite guard, and they seem to be standing about in guard positions that do not look as if they are looking favorably upon the population of the island. Um, if you had to guess, you would say that the Echo Isles are under some form of martial law. The Corcron are watching over the island as if they were being looked at with suspicion. To clarify, which set of islands is my mother from? Uh, you don't know where your mother's from. Okay, so just so many trolls living on islands must be the worst. Seems fair. <laughs> Backstory? <laughs> I mean, I not that we'll ever get it there, because it's not. I mean, yeah. <clears throat> we'll get it when we find out how many people he's killed in his past. He's passive. Well, Austin is not pacifist. No, no. I think it's also simply not pacifist. Yeah, Troll is not a pacifist. He's a cannibal. There's, a, there. It's very a difficult to be a pacifist a and a cannibal. Well, no, it's just all, all of your, all of your, all of your food was humanely killed and was <laughs> was a free range. <laughs> so basically, what we're saying free range is, uh, okay, don't so trust yeah, the restaurant that gets set up next to a graveyard. Free range, free range, humanely killed uh, uh, cannibal cannibalism. You know, so. not so. just imagining a cannibal, but like you know, all trendy hipster. Yeah, exactly. Like with the with the beard and everything. <laughs> so are we still landing here, or are we going to? So, yeah, no, we're landing. As you as you looking for a good idea. Yeah. No. <laughs> It's hard to it's hard to come in for a landing and then stop. <laughs> Oops, sorry. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to come to the Echo Isles. This is not my. What are they? As we make a, a, a... Well, as you, as you get close and you see that, 
You can you can decide whether you want to land here or try and land somewhere further. Oh, I, I like, use like, message to say, yeah, why don't we circle around and see what this is all about? These guys uh, are kind of suspicious. Right, or let's let's actually land outside. Land in let's land in Duratar before we go to Echo uh, and, and walk, figure out. walk to the Echo Isles. Yeah, yeah. We can do that. Yeah. So actually, we'll land in Sinjin Village. Yeah, which is directly across. Yeah. 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 So you you land you land in Sinjin Village. Um, Send our send our send, send your wyverns back. Thank you for your service. Now return. Yeah, and they, give them ear swishes. Yeah, they, <laughs> they they turn fly back. They're they're giant lions with scorpion tails and wings. So it's like ear screeches, I feel like a pie. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and as they make their way back, you turn and are faced with the trolls of Senjin Village, and there's still a couple of Corcoran here. Not as many, nowhere near as many as are on the Echo Isles themselves, but you see at least two of them um, present. Something is I will look over. I will. Uh, uh, we've met people in Central Village, haven't we? Yeah. Do we know the Elder? Uh, Master Gadrin. Yeah. Uh, in Zandali. Is Master Gadrin here? Uh, one of the trolls turns. Uh, yeah, he'd be in his tent up there. Thank you. Is that where the Corcoran are? Or? No, they're just sort of wandering around the village, keeping an eye on things. Uh, to those, I'm going to go speak with Master Gadrin and see if we can get an image of what's going on. That sounds quite a good idea. Shall we accompany you, or do you wish to? If you want, though, I would also like somebody to keep an eye on what's going on, as I indicating to the Corcoran. I'm going to do that. Thank you. If you and Jungatal will keep an eye on the Corcoran. I'll go with you. So, yeah, I'll follow you. You guys with us. Yeah. The bigger targets and the goblin. <laughs> yeah. you, you make you make your the way over to the targets, the goblin, and the priest. Yeah. You guys so, make your way into the big targets. You're a healer. That's a big target. And then then we got the torn and the big orc. I mean, <laughs> you were saying... Yes. They're military. They have, they have targets. They have yeah. target priorities. You're a target priority. <laughs> You're a talkie-talkie. You, you and I are the target priorities, as far as military concerns. And, Geek and also, for military concerns, I'm also, you know, uh, half-orc priest of the holy light. I think that do elevates they get their, my Do they get their orcish, like, do they get their racist advantage against him? Everyone gets racist advantage against That's not the 5th edition. <laughs> I, know, I know it's not. I know it's not. It if if, if this was 3.5, yes, they would. <laughs> they're considered human for all purposes. And orc for all purposes. And orc for all purposes. <laughs> so if you ask a porpoise, he'll just be really confused. Human's yes. going to plus 2 to hit you, and orc's going to plus 2 to hit you. Plus 1. <laughs> is it plus 1? Yeah. I forget what the plus plus 1 to hit and damage. The racist bonus. Anyways. Um, <laughs> head in to talk to Gadrin. Yeah. And in Zandali, uh, what was it? What was his title? Uh, he's just Master Gadrin. Master Gadrin. Ah, I see the the newcomers from the Valley of Trials return, all grown up. <laughs> it's been a while. Yeah, been over a year. Yes. What brings you back to Senjin? Uh, we were on our way to the Echo Isles, but we noticed the. Corcron have seemed to be out in force. Ah, uh, you see that then? Well, now you see how the war chief treats one of the oldest allies of the horde. The Echo Isles be under martial law. Where is Vulcan? On the Isle. Would there be any resistance to us going to him? I doubt it. You lot not be trolls. 
except for him, but he not be a dark spear. Well, then I guess we'll make our way out there. No, let's just we just go. Ahead. Josh, do you need to see the person you're sending a message to? Um, it's what um, I can send. A very you short do not need message to, see to anyone I know. But it can be blocked by a thickness of stuff in the way. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I can send it's messages like regardless of distance. But well, they I have yeah. to be very short. His, yeah, his spell is... It's also third level spell, so... Well, uh, if... Because all we have to relay is information. 21... Is it 21 words, I believe? <laughs> 25. 25 words? That's not super short. Um, like a tweet. All we've got to do at this point is relay information. Yes. So yeah, just perhaps we just send a message and then head to Orima, rather than Do rather than mean? rather than letting it be known that he is in contact with outside forces. True. I mean, unless you would unless you have an ability to get a message to him for us, Master God. I'll be allowed to walk between the aisle if you well, want. We could also go back to our little fortress, and the, we, there are some workmen there that we could just send back to him. And he would, they could tell. They are doing the motivations. They, they are doing the motivations. They, at the very least, have been seen in our yes. guild hall. Right. Whereas Master well, Gadrin, no, whereas, been... whereas Master Gadrin lives here in Sinjin Village. Yeah. And thus is less suspicious than some of Right, yeah. Yeah, yeah. If, if he could give, us a, give a message for us, it'd be better. But... Um, what was the message you were supposed to give to him? You've delivered your letters. We and, to well, but no, that's all we have to say. I didn't know about. if there was anything else from no, my we just, data. We delivered the mail. Yeah. Just, yeah, just let him know that we've delivered At the, the same mail. time, <clears throat> he he be providing aid to you. It'd only be courteous that you go to visit him. That's true. Yeah, yeah. Let's go yes. ahead. Well, let's go there then. I mean, the worst that's going to happen is we have to. The worst that happens is we have to kill a bunch of Corcoran. Precisely. <laughs> <laughs> Fight our way out. And that's a pretty bad situation. It is. Well, what, what are these well, things? Well, they're having this conversation. Orcs. Shion's going to stealth orcs. around. Okay. Yeah, Corcoran or Orc. And elite watch orcs. some of yeah. these blah, 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 blah. Yeah. They're the size of <laughs> they're the size of me, but more trained. More Don't stealth. Give a damn. <laughs> okay, we can go back to our fort and I can get my steam suit and then we'll go. Because <laughs> that's not the 23. I just got a 20. Cool. <clears throat> As you sort of follow them around, they they don't seem to talk to anyone. They mostly just patrol and keep an eye out. They're just watching the village. They don't seem to be in the mood for conversation with anybody. Okay. They've definitely got a not necessarily openly hostile, but definitely wary and not friendly. Are they Maghar or Greenskin? They're Greenskin. Hold right. If there's, well, let's go to Echo Island and just gather our party. Or just start walking and assume that they'll catch up. I assume they will. <laughs> so, you all make your way to the Echo Isles. Yeah. Got it. Um, <clears throat> you are stopped and questioned very briefly by the Corcoran. Ask, they ask why you're heading to the Isles. You say to, presumably you say to meet with Vol'jin in regards to his assistance in building the guild hall. Yeah, I don't know. I'm going to Just to, to meet with Vol'jin, yeah. yeah so <laughs> they, they let you through. Um, and eventually you are led uh, when you ask one of the trolls once you get across they lead you to this large um, two story hut that has sort of a, a brazier in the, on the lower level for some kind of incense ritual potentially 
Um, and as you as you enter, you see the the sort of the red haired visage of Vol'jin stepping down the stairs. Ah, I see you be returning. Welcome to the Echo Isles in all its glory. We've noticed the Corcoran presence. It'd be hard to miss. Uh, our messages were delivered successfully. Uh, Rexar wanted to let you know that one Chen Stormstart would be joining him on it as when he arrives. Ah, Chen be a good man. I value his presence and his counsel. It'd be good to know he'd still be wandering this place. Did Jaina have anything additional she wanted to pass back? Can you guys a minute? So I'll... How, yeah, how does, does Vol'jin just generally kind of seem just sort of exasperated with the situation for the most part? Oh yeah, he seems real frustrated right now. <laughs> I know in Amani trolling could probably help him out, but he wouldn't probably like the method. <laughs> there were no, there was, there were no additional words for us to relay back to you from Lady Proudmore. I didn't, did not expect him. I do wish to ask one thing. What exactly was in that letter that's made it necessary to contact Varian? It was Varian that she contacted. Anduin. Anduin. Contact Anduin Rin. I could not tell you. I did not write it. So it really was just Karen Blood who, who wrote it. Bane. Sorry, Bane. Karen's dead. <laughs> what? That doesn't stop people in this universe. No, I know. <laughs> it does. Kane didn't come back. He was old. He's like, I'm done. Bye. Peace. It was Bane who wrote that first letter. I, del I ask you to deliver it with the one I wrote for Rexar. Oh. And I'll be knowing its contents. Well, is there any further that you require of us at the moment? <sighs> there be plenty that I be wanting. I don't know that your group be able to solve it just yet. But I keep you in mind. There only be so much I can do. Well, I be watched like a traitor. This be what a war chief does to the to those who follow the horde. Just because we not be orcs. He kind of looks around, looks over his shoulder, walks over to the incense and kind of tosses some herbs and um, ingredients into into the brazier. This is gonna come to a head eventually. Things not gonna stay like this. The Dark Spear be a proud people. We not be standing for this kind of oppression. So, you have more questions on me? 
Anything I can ask, or you want your reward now? I would simply say, I'm sure that you, I know you take your leadership very seriously, that you do truly believe in the cause of the Horde. But let me simply say it one more time, that this is a very dangerous game to be playing, that I would simply ask that you try to make this all as peaceful as possible. <laughs> did, Leaf, did, did, did there are armed guards patrolling their island. Did, did, did I notice anybody with, with weapons packs. except for the... Yeah. Oh, a bunch of trolls have weapons, but they're not they're not using them. Okay, but that's so, why so, I said so the, the stuff wasn't taken away from has been no. possible. They're not. Um, so it doesn't look like they were. The Corcoran are more heavily armed and armored than just about right. everybody on the island, but right. they they have not but taken they weapons they from the trolls. Away, the weapons away necessarily. No. Okay, so it's not. Um, and okay. the Vulcan kind of looks up at you. Peace be a noble aspiration for oneself and one's people. But there come a time when warmongers like Gerash don't listen to peaceful attempts. Yeah. Let me show you <clears throat> what a last conversation I had with a war chief of the Horde went down like. He says he throws another ingredient into the fire and his purple flame blows up from the brazier. And as... A spectral image of Vol'jin appears above the flames across from a spectral image of Garrosh. That's where we'll end for the week. <laughs> anyway, everybody. Bye. Very well. Bye.